Welcome to the Mastery Over Money podcast. My name is Michael Kim, and I'm a wealth coach, future CPA, and creative at heart. My mission is to help young professionals such as yourself have mastery over your money and start living a life of financial freedom. Not only will I teach you how to save, invest, make, and maximize your money, but I'll also transform the way that you think about it. At the end of the day, money management is a skill. And when you have mastery over it, you can create anything. Are you ready? Awesome. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mastery Over Money podcast. It is now January 11th as the time I'm recording this, and we are well into 2022. And I'm so, so excited. It's a little bit cliche, but I do have some New Year's resolutions that I really want to achieve and accomplish this year, and I think it's so great to set some simple and realistic goals. So as a form of accountability, I will tell you guys and you guys can hold me accountable. So my first goal this year for 2022 is related to health. So I want to weigh 140 pounds. So typically, I... I'm a very hard gainer, so it's hard for me to gain weight, and I currently weigh about 130. So I need to gain 10 pounds throughout the whole year, so wish me luck on there. I will try to eat better, and I will try to um, work out more. My second goal for 2022 is to have $100,000 in my investment portfolio. And how I want to split it out is that 60% of it will be in my active portfolio and 40% will be in my passive portfolio. That's just kind of the way that I'm managing my investments. So that is one goal that I want to hit by the end of 2022. And the last goal that I have is my most exciting and most scariest goal. But by the end of 2022, I want to go full time in my personal finance coaching business and I want to start traveling internationally. So hopefully COVID isn't a thing by then, but let's hope for the best. So I'm curious what your New Year's resolutions are. If you're listening to this, shoot me a message on Instagram and I will try my best to hold you accountable for it as well. So since we're talking about New Year's resolutions and financial goals, let's dive into the topic that we're talking about today. So today's episode is called Make Your Financial Goals Inevitable. Wow. Inevitable is a powerful word. It isn't make your financial goals a maybe. (laughs) It isn't make your financial goals probably. It's make your financial goals inevitable. That means 100% you're going to achieve your financial goals. And in this episode, I'm going to teach you how. But before we talk about the how, let's talk about why you want to make your financial goals inevitable. Why is that important? Well, the simplest answer to this is that this is your one life. You have one life to live. And you don't want to leave your one life, your one precious life to chance. You don't want to maybe be able to afford a house in 10 years. You don't want to maybe be able to retire at the age of 60. You know, this is your life. We're not playing like a game here. (laughs) At the end of the day, what we all want is a life that we're happy with. A life where once we're at the end of it, we can look back and be like, wow, I had an amazing life. 
I was able to enjoy it. I was able to spend time with my family. I was able to do everything on my bucket list. That's the type of life that we want. And we don't want to leave that to chance. Okay, so now if you're like, yes, I want to make my financial goals inevitable, then keep on listening. I'm going to share three tips on how you can do just that. So the first thing that you need to do to make your financial goals inevitable is to believe it's possible. And you might be saying, well, obviously that is such a dumb tip. But after working with my clients, I've seen firsthand and how powerful it is to either believe that you can do it, believe that it's possible, or believe that it's impossible. So let me share a story with you. So one of my clients, before she started working with me, she really wanted to purchase a house. This was her ultimate and main goal. And I know a lot of you have a similar goal to this. But the thing is, she lived in Toronto and Toronto Real estate prices are very, very expensive and has increased significantly fast over the past few years. But even so, she really wanted this house. So she gave up everything. She stopped renting. She decided to move back home with her parents so that she can save more money. And the first few years when she was at her parents' house, she was able to save a decent amount of money. She saved around, let's say, $30,000. But then after these two years, she started to get really discouraged. She saw the real estate prices continue to climb. And then she started to tell herself and believe that it was impossible for her to achieve her goal. So then what happened next is that she got really sad. And then she started to spend her money on random things, she decided to impulse spend on things like makeup and skincare and all of these things that she really didn't need. She decided to go on these lavish and fancy vacations in order to numb the pain of not being able to buy a house and believing that it's impossible. And then about a year later, she found herself not only with all of her savings gone and depleted, but also in around $10,000 in credit card debt. So luckily, the story has a happy ending because she decided to work with me. (laughs) And now she has about $50,000 in savings. And this year, she's about to purchase her first property with her partner. But I wanted to share this story with you to show how powerful belief is. You know, my student was saving a decent amount of money on her own because she believed it was possible. But as soon as she started to think that, oh my gosh, it's impossible for me to purchase a house. It's impossible for me. I'll never be able to do it. I'm a failure. Once she started to do this, then subconsciously, she started to do everything to make sure that it was actually impossible. She started to spend money. She started to um, not save any more money. And then she got into this financial situation that she was in. So believing it's impossible is so powerful. But then what do you think would happen if you believe that it was 100% possible? 
how would things change? For me, I thought traveling around the world while working a remote job was something that was impossible. It was impossible for me to do. But then I started to see people, real life people do this. I started watching their YouTube channels. I invited one of my digital nomad friends, Danielle, onto the podcast. And I was able to see that this is literally how she lives by traveling and working around the world. And then I started to believe that it was actually possible for me. If they could do it, why couldn't I do it? And once I started to believe that it was actually, it was 100% possible for me, then I started to get excited. I started to get motivated and more confident, and I would try things in order to make this dream a reality. And this 100% belief that it is possible is why this year in 2022, I will be ready to go full-time in my business and start traveling around the world. But it's because I believed it was possible first. Okay, so the second tip on how to make your financial goals inevitable is to have a money plan or a financial plan. I've talked about money plans and financial plans on this podcast before, but as a quick recap, a money plan is just a roadmap on how to get from point A to point B. Kind of think of it as a GPS. You're currently at home, and let's say you don't know how to get to the grocery store at point B. You plug in your current position and your end destination, And then Google Maps will spit out some (laughs) instructions on how to get there. That is pretty much what your financial plan is. Your point A is how much money do you currently have or your net worth, which is your assets minus your liabilities. Assets is everything that you own and liabilities are everything that you owe. Your current situation also includes how much money are you currently making and spending and how much money are you able to have left over. That is what your point A is. Now your point B are your financial goals. Your financial goals are any monetary goal. So for example, let's say in two years you want to be able to purchase a $20,000 car, that would be a financial goal. If you want to purchase a house in the next five years and you need $100,000 for a down payment, that would be an example of a financial goal. Now, the benefit of having this money plan is that once you create it, it will tell you exactly what you need to do to hit your financial goals, to go from point A to point B. It will tell you how much money you need to save every month and year in order to hit those goals. And the benefit of this is that it really helps with your belief, going back to point one. A lot of people believe that it's impossible to achieve their financial goals. Let me give you an example. Let's say you want to save $100,000 in 10 years in order for a down payment of a house. Well, $100,000 seems impossible. That is a lot of money and that you're like, oh my God, I'm only making 
$50,000 per year, how am I going to save $100,000? Well, by having a financial plan, you're able to chunk down this goal, to break it down, to make it less intimidating. So doing some quick calculations, assuming you're investing this money at an average rate of 8%, which is a very reasonable number that I teach my students how to do, you only need to save $575 per month over the next 10 years to hit this $100,000 goal. Doesn't $575 per month seem a lot more doable than $100,000? And this is how you're able to make your financial goals inevitable. I was working with one of my students and she was really stressed about, am I able to hit my goal or how much money do I need to save per month? But then after we created this money plan, she realized, oh, I only need to save $1,000 per month in order to achieve and hit all of my financial goals, be able to buy my house, be able to retire, do all of the things that she wanted. And now, as long as she you know, continues working and goes to work, <laughs> she will achieve her financial goals. Her financial goals are now inevitable. This is how powerful planning is. This is why I teach all of my students how to create their own financial plan and hold themselves accountable. A mistake that a lot of people make with their financial plan is that they create it once, they look at it once, and then they forget it. But I specifically teach my clients on how to constantly check back with their financial plan once a month or at least once a quarter so that they can hold themselves accountable. Am I on track? Yes. Awesome. Am I not on track? Okay, what can I move around in order to make things work? Okay, okay. So I know you guys are like, okay, you know, this financial plan or this money plan seems really great and really amazing, but I live in Toronto or I live in Vancouver and real estate prices are really crazy and I'm only making $50,000 per year. And you probably feel that it is actually impossible for you to be, ever be able to afford a house or a property in these main cities. And the hard truth is that oftentimes, yes, with your current situation right now, it does seem a bit impossible. Oftentimes, I create a money plan with my clients and they realize that the amount that they're saving right now isn't enough to achieve their financial goals that they have for their future. The amount that they're saving today isn't enough to be able to purchase a house and when they want. It isn't enough to be able to retire at the age that they want to retire. And they get really discouraged. And they come to me and they're like, oh, what do I do? But one thing that you're forgetting is that, yes, in this current situation that you're in, it does seem impossible. But who said that you have to stay in this current situation? So now this leads into my third tip on how to make your financial goals inevitable. The third tip is to remember that you are in control. 
You are in control of your financial situation. You are in control of how much money you make. You are in control on how much money you save. You are also in control on how much money you get to invest. Who said that you're only allowed to make $50,000 per year? Who said that? <laughs> Who said that you're only allowed to save 20% of your income? The person that's telling you that, oh, it's impossible because I only make $50,000, that person is you. You're the one telling yourself that it's impossible to make more money. But I want you to know that you are in control of your finances. Having mastery over your money includes knowing how to make money in any situation. Having mastery over making money means being able to create money whenever you want. A lot of people think that their 9 to 5 salary is the cap, is the total amount of money, is the maximum amount of money that they're able to make this year. But I would argue that that's not the limit at all. In my coaching programs, I've taught my students on how to apply for a part-time job where they can make an extra thousand bucks or an extra two thousand bucks per month. I've taught my students on how to apply for another job so that they can get another job that pays them more. One of my students got a $20,000 salary increase. I also teach my students on how to build and grow a business. One of my students started a makeup business where she made an extra 500 bucks per month. So you might think that in your current financial situation that it is impossible for you to achieve your goals and create the life that you want. But I want you to remember that you are in control. You are in control on how much money you get to make, save, and invest. Or if you don't know how to do this yet, you have the choice and the ability to learn this. And this is why I created my Plant Your Money program, which is my one-on-one coaching program where I teach you how to have mastery over your money so that you can live a financially free life. So if this is something that interests you, then shoot me a DM on my Instagram at Michael Lee Kim, or you could book a call with me using the link in the show notes. So as we come to an end to this episode, I want to remind you that you get to decide what sort of life that you want to create for yourself. That you get to decide what goals are possible and impossible for you. And to do this, to make your financial goals or any goal inevitable, you gotta believe it's possible. You gotta have a plan. And you have to know that you are the one in control. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will chat with you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Mastery Over Money podcast. If you found any value with this episode, share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message.
Also, if you want to share your appreciation for this podcast, feel free to give it a review on Apple Podcasts, as this helps me reach and help more young professionals such as yourself. That's it for today, and I'll chat with you next week.